episode 42 of the Healthier Life podcast. Hi, I hope your summer is going really well so far. When this podcast episode releases, I'll actually be on my way down to Cornwall with my hubby for our belated 20th wedding anniversary getaway. We actually celebrated 20 years back in the summer of 2020 and we had booked a lovely holiday, taking the train down to Avignon in France and staying in a beautiful Airbnb down there. But as you know, COVID hit and everyone's plans got derailed. So here we are two years later and thinking that it might be a bit safer to stay in this country for now, just in case. If you've ever been to Cornwall, you'll know that it's one of the most beautiful parts of the UK, and perhaps you've seen the series Poldark on TV. Anyway, hopefully when you listen to this, I'll be enjoying the wonderful scenery, and mum, if you're listening, thanks again for looking after the kids for us. Today's episode is another guest interview. I'm speaking to the lovely Hallie Brooke, who also lives in a beautiful part of the world over in Colorado. Hallie Brooke is the founder and CEO of Live Nourished. She's a certified functional medicine nutrition counsellor, nationally board certified health and wellness coach, Fox 21 fitness and nutrition expert, and fierce industry advocate. What started as pure personal training has morphed over the years into a full wellness and nutrition practice. Hallie has learned from years of education and experience working with clients that simply doing squats isn't going to cut it when it comes to being fully well. And from that experience, she has built a thriving functional medicine coaching practice that works with clients in all the key areas of wellness, including movement, nutrition, mindset, resilience, relationships and self-care. Her life mission is to encourage, empower and free women by teaching healing. Whether as clients, through speaking events, or personally with the people she encounters, she lives this mission day in and day out. On the podcast, Hallie and I talk about her literally miraculous healing story from IBS. We also talk about what functional medicine is all about and how she helps her clients with specific conditions such as acne, gut issues and weight loss. We also talk about how her faith shapes her work with the people that she comes into contact with And finally, what it actually means to live nourished and how we can all be living nourished in today's busy world. Hallie is super knowledgeable, brimming with life and vitality and clearly loves what she does. I really enjoyed our conversation and I know you'll enjoy this episode too. Hallie also has a free handout for listeners of the show, so check the show notes below for the link to that. Before we start, just a quick disclaimer, the information presented on this podcast is for educational and inspirational purposes only. Always consult your doctor before making any changes to your diet and lifestyle. Okay, with that said, let's dive into today's show. Hi, and welcome to the Healthier Life podcast, where you can get great tips and strategies to empower you to live that healthier life you've always wanted. Do you want to feel vibrant and full of energy so that you can make the impact you desire in this world? I believe that when we are intentional about looking after our health, then we can find the energy, balance and joy that we need as Christian women to step into our God-given potential and make a real difference in this world. If you're here to learn about how a diet based more on whole foods, plant-based nutrition can bring a healthier life both to you and the planet, If you want to know how to manage your stress better, improve your sleep, exercise in a way that is fun and manageable, if you want to deepen your faith and build in more gratitude, 
so that you can flourish once more in a life you love, then you are in the right place. I'm Catherine Shelton. Let's get started. Hallie Brooke, welcome to the Healthy Life Podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Catherine. It's an honor to be here. It's so great to have you on the show. Could you start by just telling our audience a little bit about you and where you live? Um, yeah, yeah, where you're from. So, Yeah, so I am a Colorado girl to my core. I live here in Colorado with my puppy, Dell and uh, my soon-to-be husband. He will move in in two weeks. We get married two weeks from now, which is oh, crazy. Congratulations. So we're in the process of like moving his stuff over and painting walls. I'm a Colorado girl, so I love mountain biking and whitewater rafting. That's my passion and what I enjoy. And then career, I am a nationally board certified health and wellness coach and a functional medicine certified nutrition counselor and health coach. And I, I love it. That is my calling and work doesn't feel like work. So that's me in a nutshell. Wonderful. So can you tell us a little bit about the journey that you went on to get to the stage where you are now? Because I think um, you, you originally taught math. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I was a math teacher for nine years um, wow. in title one schools, which are kind of the like underserved uh, lower income schools. Okay. Yeah. Sort of a long securitist route. The really short version is I came out of college thinking I wanted to go to med school ended up applying for a program called Teach for America, thought that was going to be a little two-year stint. And nine years later, I was still teaching math. Um, And in that journey, both teaching is so rewarding and also so hard. Um, So part of that journey was just to kind of keep that medical itch in my brain going. I went back to school over a summer and did National Academy of Sports Medicine certified personal training just to do something else. Um, so that sort of started pulling me out of teaching and into my own business. And then my last three years of teaching, I ended up getting super sick. I got diagnosed with IBS. I could eat chicken and lettuce and that was it. I was completely exhausted. I had no energy, um, brain fog. My joints were inky. I was 25 years old. Um, and saw multiple doctors and all the doctors were kind of like, yeah, this is the rest of your life. Like, we don't really know what's happening. Um, since in my career, I've actually worked with a GI doctor and asked her what is IBS? And she goes, oh, that's what we tell people when we don't know what's wrong with them, when we don't have a drug to fix them. That's <laughs> like, oh yeah. Yeah. It's yep. so true. That's Funny story. Happened. Funny story. Um, I was also a maths teacher for a while. No way. Yeah. Not for nine years. Like you, I lasted two years. <laughs> I say, I it was really really hard two years and I also got um, diagnosed with IBS so I don't know if there's a link between maths teaching and IBS <laughs> it is such a stressful job so but, um, stressful yes <laughs> yeah maybe there is we should do a research study on that math yes. teachers and irritable bowel syndrome that's right totally that's, right. God, that's hilarious <laughs> um so yeah, you stuck so it anyway, out for nine years stuck it out for nine yeah. years Um, started personal training. So started teaching halftime my last couple years, got diagnosed with IBS and just went, there has got to be a different option. So sort of stumbled my way into functional medicine through my own journey. And then through functional medicine, diet changes, healing my gut, and then a lot of prayer. There's a pretty cool prayer story mixed in there. Um, I'm completely fine. I am totally healed. I don't have IBS for the most part. I can eat whatever I want. Um, and that sort of triggered me into functional medicine. So I was like, this is where I'm going. So I went back to school, 
um, got a degree in functional medicine, pivoted my business from personal training to functional medicine. And now I have a nationwide practice, which is pretty wild. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So if anyone out there does have IBS has been diagnosed with IBS, can you tell us a little bit about what you did? Just a few tips, what you did to turn that around other yeah. than the prayer, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. oh, prayer is huge. Um, because I know your audience is all Christian women. I'll start with that. Cause I think it's the yes. coolest part. So I have either, I call them my old prayer ladies here in Colorado Springs. Um, they just do listening prayer. So listening prayer and healing prayer. And so I actually went to them and they prayed over me for a lot of identity stuff and craziest thing I have ever had happen in my life to this point. They, they broke a couple things off and then named a thing that they said, Hey, this thing is wrapping around your spine and crushing all your internal organs. And we're just going to ask it to leave in Jesus name. And I felt this thing go and out and like, Mind blowing. I've never had anything like that happen before. Um, and that was really what, what triggered the healing. I had been on an elimination food plan. So I was doing no gluten, no dairy, no corn, no soy, really restrictive, really hard. Um, I had put myself through a full gut healing protocol. So some really targeted probiotics, probiotics are all over the place. The ones you can buy at your grocery store are, are basically worthless. Um, but some really targeted probiotics with saccharomyces and Velarde in it. I'd done L-glutamine, which helps improve the mucosal lining of your gut. Um, what ended up being my version of IBS was something called SIBO, which is actually small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. Fascinating thing because with SIBO, all the stuff that you think would be good for you, like leafy greens and broccoli totally blows you up. It makes it so much worse. So I put myself on a low FODMAP diet while I healed. I did some stuff with essential oils. Um, and that plus prayer completely fine. Wow. That's amazing. And how, how long was that journey between you being diagnosed with IBS and then you kind of being totally healed at the end of it? Ooh, yeah. So I originally got sick in November of 20, Ooh, is it 2015 or 2016? I think it was November, 2015, um, on Thanksgiving night, just out of the blue random. Um, and then I was still sick in February of the next year. And so that's when I started going to doctors. Cause I thought I just like ate something weird, but you know, November, December, January, February, <clears throat> four months later, I'm still sick. Um, that's when I started going to doctors. So four months after I got sick is when I got diagnosed with IBS. And then that's really what started that journey. And that journey, let's see, I, I think it was May. So February, May is when I had my healing prayer. And in between February and May, when the doctors were like, yeah, there's nothing we can do is when I was doing all of this other research. So it was a while of feeling really awful. Mm, Yes. Sounds like you had it particularly bad. Yeah. It was not good. No, (laughs) no. No, when I got di- diagnosed with IBS, um, we were actually living in Russia at the time, my oh, wow. husband and I. And so I'd come, I knew I was having stomach issues, but I couldn't pinpoint what they were. And I'd been to a few local medical 
facilities where we lived in Russia, but you know, they weren't able to tell me much and the, the tests weren't weren't very conclusive. So I came home, did some proper tests with, you know, I went privately. Um, and a bit like you, it was almost like we we're not really sure what it is. We know it's not this, this, and this. So we're gonna say that it's IBS because you've <laughs> yep. clearly got some inflammation going on. So that's what it is. And they literally handed me the sheet for the FODMAP, low FODMAP diet. Mm -hmm. this is what you should do but then of course I was going back to Russia so it's like okay I'm on my own now <laughs> thanks yeah thank you <laughs> and so it did take me quite a while to figure out on my own how to turn things around but you know yeah. eventually yeah Good. So crazy is it yes it's it's very difficult condition to have and, and people have it in differing degrees as well Mm -hmm. So mine, mine, thankfully, was quite mild, but um, Good. yeah, wow. So, and then you became a functional medicine nutrition counsellor. Yeah. Yeah. Can you explain a little bit more about what functional medicine is in case anyone listening is not sure? Absolutely. So functional medicine is root cause medicine. So um, I always preface this by saying I am a huge fan of Western medicine. I think Western medicine is a beautiful, necessary thing. And all of my friends who are, you know, Western MDs will tell you, um, they look at the symptom and they treat the symptom with a drug. That is 99.9% .9 of what Western medicine does. What we say in functional medicine is whatever that symptom is, is the fire alarm. So instead of turning the fire alarm off and then just ignoring the rest of it, let's go figure out where the fire is. That's what root cause medicine is. So easy ones to explain are things like acne or plaque psoriasis or eczema or irritable bowel syndrome. Those are all fire alarms. Those are all symptoms that are telling us, Hey, there's something bigger off in this crazy complex human system. And so instead of just treat like turning the fire alarm off, we need to go find the fire. So functional medicine is root cause medicine. We deal with inflammation. We deal with gut permeability. We deal with nutritional imbalances, the things that are causing the symptom, not just putting a steroid cream on the symptom and calling good. Yeah. That's, that makes so much sense, doesn't it? To, it to, really does. to, the, to the root cause rather than just treating the symptom. It really does. Yes. So yeah. do you typically, so you the clients that come to you sort of, what do they typically come to you for? Yeah, we have a pretty wide range. Honestly, I would say we are specialists in gut health, um, just cause that's my passion. And then the coaches that I have hired, that's their passion as well. So we do a lot of stuff with irritable bowel syndrome. We do a lot of stuff that can be healed with gut. So we do a lot of skin work. We do eczema and psoriasis. We do acne. Um, we do all of those pieces. We do a lot of weight loss. Um, I, if I could blow up one industry, it would be the diet industry. <laughs> um, it is such a joke. It is a $300 billion industry with a 95% fail rate. Why are we still giving them our money? <laughs> um, but we do get yeah. a number of women who come to us who have tried every diet on the planet and have either yo-yoed and never found something sustainable, um, or just cannot lose weight because they've done so much damage to their metabolism or hormones are off that kind of stuff. So those are really the main ones that we do. Uh, we also do a lot of stuff with chronic fatigue and brain fog. So that happens with women a lot. We just care for everyone and take care of everyone else. So there's the emotional social side. And then there's when the, we're taking care of everyone else, we have overworked our adrenal glands, our cortisol is through the roof and we just end up in this kind of zombie state. So yeah, gut health, skin health, 
um, chronic fatigue and weight loss are our main, our Mm. main go-tos. Right. Wow. And, um, do the work that you do with the clients to help them through these conditions, is it mainly focused on diet and lifestyle or do you also sort of prescribe supplements and, you know, additional things? Yeah. Great question. We are really holistic. So that's where our name kind of came from is live nourished. Um, that goes so far beyond working out and eating good food and taking supplements. Living nourished is having a robust relationship with the Lord living nourished is knowing what self-care actually is, which is not chocolate cake in a bath. Self-care is basically (laughs) self-parenting. So self-care is taking care of you as a human. And then we do work with nutrition. We do work with movement. We do work with lifestyle. Um, we use supplements when we need to. So one of the things that I say is we do not run a supplement practice. Um, one of the things that drives me nuts, and this happens often is we'll have a client come to us. Who's come to us from a chiropractor or a naturopath or something. And they have a bin of supplements. They've got 40 something things that they're taking. Um, we do not do that. (laughs) So we believe in immediate nutritional rebalancing. So we'll look at where are their specific deficiencies and we'll increase those to a level that we can hopefully manage that with food and we don't need a supplement. And then there's a couple things that we think everybody needs. We think everybody needs phytonutrients. Everybody needs magnesium because we don't get it in our soil anymore. Everybody needs D3 K2 because we're not getting enough sunshine. Um, and everybody needs omegas because we're not getting enough. Other than those four things, we really try to do healing with food and lifestyle. And we have a lot of success with that. Mm, amazing. Yeah. So just a question, just out of interest. If someone yeah. came to you with acne, you mentioned <laughs> that you work with people who have acne. What sort of things would you recommend for, for those kinds of clients? Yeah. The first thing we do with acne is we'll do a full intake with that client to figure out what is the history? Where is this coming from? Is it cystic acne? Is it hormonal acne? Is it, um, over oil production acne? Where is that coming from? I would say probably 90% of the time we can clear up the majority of acne with a gut healing protocol. A lot of people, especially adult acne, uh, who are getting the really cystic acne, like the giant white ones that just shoot across the room that (laughs) yeah, (laughs) those ones, um, the ones that on, you know, the Dr. Pimple popper Instagram are like super satisfying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, but you don't necessarily want them on your face. Yeah. Those ones we can clear up probably 70% of that with a gut healing protocol, because what happens is our skin is the largest organ in our body. And it's the fastest path for our body to get toxins out. So wherever those toxins are in our bloodstream, it's going straight to our skin and coming straight out in those nasty pustules. Well, where is that inflammation coming from? It's very likely coming from gut permeability, which means you have bacteria and food particles and viruses leaking out from your fecal matter. That's disgusting into your skin. And so when we can repair that, uh, gut epithelial lining, we get rid of a significant portion of acne that also helps with hormonal acne. Cause when a person's body has such high inflammation, they also have really high cortisol, which means their hormones are out of balance. So even with hormonal acne, doing a gut healing protocol can often get rid of it. Um, and then from there, if we have a little bit left, sometimes we'll get rid of acne on people's neck and face and chin, but they'll still have a little bit in their T zone. Then we start dialing things in with, with some hormone stuff. 
Wow. Okay. So what, this is all super interesting. Sorry for So what, what kind of thing is a gut healing protocol? Is that just the foods you eat or is it more than that? That is such a good question. It is more than that. So our large intestine, which is what we refer to as the gut. So our gut is our stomach, our small intestine and our large intestine. It's typically the large intestine where we start having issues for a couple of reasons. One, our gut epithelial lining is one cell thick, which is crazy. There actually is a reason why the Lord designed us that way. Um, but if you think about the, the thinnest part of the skin on your body, so that underarm or your armpit, that's 30 cells thick. Your large intestine is one cell thick. Um, so just, if you think about how easy it is to, to cut yourself, now you're putting all of that food in there, getting holes between those gut cells, super, super easy, uh, old school gluten. So like gluten in Europe actually doesn't tend to have this problem. Gluten in the United States does. Cause it's mm, deformed <laughs> genetically modified crossbred, not a food. Um, anyway, that chemical releases the hormone called zonulin. Zonulin releases the tight gap junctions, which are the proteins that hold the cells in your gut lining together. And now you have a hole in your gut. Um, and when you have a hole in your gut, now you have food particles and poop particles and all sorts of nasty stuff leaking out. And then what happens is your immune system goes and freaks out and starts attacking that food like a virus. So that's why we often see autoimmune disease following on the heels of IBS, because when you have an army that's attacking something three times a day, every time you eat, that's an issue. So that's what's happening. So what we do with gut healing protocol, um, is the first thing we want to do is we want to remove. So we want to remove any foods that could be causing issues. So we want to remove gluten. So that we're not having that zonulin reaction. We want to remove dairy because it tends to be more inflammatory. We want to remove anything that's genetically modified. Then we want to repair. So a lot of times people will do an elimination diet, but they won't repair. Um, if you think about your gut epithelial lining, you have a mucosal lining that helps with that one cell thick. And that mucosal lining gets degraded with all the acidic food that we eat. So we do a couple supplements to help repair that mucosal lining, get it thicker. So that's repair. Then we want to rebalance. So that sometimes looks like digestive enzymes if something like that is off. And then we re-inoculate. So re-inoculate means putting the good bacteria back in, and then we reintroduce. So it's a combination of removing things that are harmful adding in bacteria, putting a band-aid basically over that lining of your gut, and then starting to reintroduce things so you can get back to a normal life. A lot of times when people try to do this by themselves, they just do the remove phase. So they take stuff out, they feel a lot better, but then as soon as they start adding stuff back in, they don't get better. So those are sort of the five steps that we do. Wow. Super interesting. Yeah. And then if someone came with sort of slightly different symptoms like you mentioned sort of the chronic fatigue mm -hmm. um, or even the weight loss um, they've tried all these different things you said and, and then they come to you um, would it be a similar kind of thing that you're doing with them this gut protocol or would they have other things um, other things that you tell them to do in addition to that yeah that's a great question the answer is yes and no um, a lot of times with chronic fatigue we are dealing with some kind of gut permeability Chronic fatigue also often comes from some sort of nutritional imbalance. 
um, we're not getting enough zinc, selenium, or copper. We're not getting enough vitamin B. And those are typically absorption issues. Even if you are taking those supplements or you are getting that in your food, if we're dealing with chronic fatigue and brain fog, there's some sort of absorption issue. So what we do with a chronic fatigue person is we look at, okay, what does lifestyle look like right now? And we're looking at stress. We're looking at relationships. We're looking at spirituality and faith journey. We're looking at exercise. Sometimes people who deal with chronic fatigue, um, are the people who are, you know, doing a hit workout seven days a week and they're just spiking their adrenals through the roof and their adrenals have nothing left. So we're looking at all of those pieces. We're looking at balancing adrenals. We're looking at gut health. We're looking at nutritional imbalances. Um, someone who's dealing with weight loss, really similar things, you know, a lot of times with weight loss, it kind of depends on where they are in that journey. It might be hormonal. It might be that they have done so many crash diets that their metabolism is just at zero. And so it's a process of slowly over time, getting their metabolism back to a point where it's healthy and it's doing the thing. Um, and then a lot of times with diet people, we are working on mindset because diet, our dieters come in with these all or nothing mindsets with, um, these kind of crash diet mindsets, which I have to do these crazy extreme things, or I'm going to lose 15 pounds in two weeks. And so a lot of that work is backing it up and going, okay, let's redefine what health looks like for you. Let's figure out your why for why losing this weight is important to you. And then let's build this in into your lifestyle in a way that's going to last. Um, that's not going to be done when you're done working with me. I want you to lose the weight and then keep it off. And then if you go on vacation and you gain five pounds, I want you to know exactly what to do to get it back off. So that was sort of a long answer to it's gut health, but it's also all these other pieces. Yeah, yeah. no, that's great. That's great. Yeah. So do a lot of your, are a lot of your um, clients Christians or do you get a whole spectrum of people coming to see you? We get a whole spectrum. Oh, my team. So my whole team are believers, um, which is really cool. And then we kind of feel like we get to work a little Jehovah sneaky, um, because we are not an explicitly Christian business Mm -hmm. for the reason that we believe that the way the Lord designed our body is the way that our Lord does the Lord designed our body, whether you're a believer or not, um, the same thing works and it's really fun to work with clients who aren't believers and see them kind of have these aha moments of, oh, interesting. I'm actually, my body is designed to heal itself. Huh. That's pretty clever. And us be able to kind of go like, yeah, someone thought that through. (laughs) Um, So we have a number of clients who are not believers. We also have a number of clients who are believers and because our whole team are believers. So all my admin are believers, all my other coaches are believers. It's really, really fun to be able to engage with people in their healing process in that way. Um, And so when we do have a client who is a believer, we get to go a whole nother layer deep into prayer and walk with God and all of those pieces. That's part of what we have on our intake form is what is your faith and how do you want that to be integrated? So, um, my whole team is believers. Not all our clients are, but we get stoked when we get a client Mm. who is. Yeah. Amazing. Sounds like an amazing environment to work in as well. Thanks. It's pretty fun. Yeah. So that's great. So your website is livenourishedcoaching.com. So can you tell my listeners, how do you live a nourished life in today's busy world? Yes. 
that name is so intentional. So I'm going to read you our definition of what it means to live nourished. So we say live nourished is a verb. And what it means is it's to treat me like I love me, eat vegetables, drink water, breathe, move, sweat, sleep, rest, create, play, center, pray, choose joy, and be me. That's what it really means. That's great. And one of our goals is to have live nourished become a household saying. And the reason we want that is because, you know, I think it's such a tragedy when the conversation around the dinner table is, um, about all of the things that were awful in your day. Right. Um, or like, well, what diet are you doing or what hardcore exercise plan are you doing? We want people to be able to ask themselves, how am I living nourished today? And sometimes living nourished actually means taking a nap and not going for a run. And sometimes it means eating a burger and fries and not a salad. And so what living nourished really means, one of our goals with our clients is by the time they're done working with us is that they would be able to make nourishing choices 100% of the time. And again, that doesn't mean always going for a run and eating a salad. Sometimes that means taking a nap. Sometimes that means ordering pizza with the family, but being aware of what you're nourishing. Are you nourishing your physical body? Are you nourishing your spiritual body? Are you nourishing your mind? Are you nourishing relationships with friends? Um, And instead of kind of bowing to this busy hustle, crazy, everything's going all the time culture that we live in, be able to pause and go, is adding that to my calendar nourishing me? Is it nourishing a friendship? Is it nourishing something else? If the answer is no, then it doesn't go on the calendar. Um, yeah, that's what it means. And it's, it's an art form to, to learn how to do that in our busy world. But when we can pause long enough to ask ourselves that question, what am I nourishing? People make completely different choices than they do when they're on autopilot. Yeah, that's such a great question to be able to ask yourself. Is this nourishing me? That's that's really good. So how can you tell if you are living a nourished life? Yeah. Um, so one thing we do with our clients that I love is we give them a life wheel and you can just make a life wheel on your own. So put categories that are important to you, financial, spiritual, physical, health relationships, and then give yourself a little one to 10 ranking. So on each of those things, where are you at? And then draw a line and connect them. And you'll see where your wheel is kind of bumpy. Um, the goal is not necessarily a 10 out of 10 in every category. If you're at a four out of four in every category, but your wheel is rolling, that's a pretty good place to be. If we're at, you know, a 10 in physical health, but a two in relational health, that's not a nourished life. And that's actually going to have physical consequences in our body. Um, if we're at a, you know, one out of 10 in emotional health, but, a eight out of 10 in financial health, that's going to have some serious consequences. And so how can we, how can we start to shift that and make decisions towards, I need to nourish my mental health. Um, one thing that I do ask a lot of my believing clients is what is your relationship with the Lord look like right now? If he's our source, are you talking to him on a daily basis? Are you listening, like pausing long enough to listen to what he says to you? Um, one of my favorite things, especially with my diet clients is to send them to the grocery store and say, I want you to go to the grocery store without a list. And I want you to ask Holy spirit what to buy. (laughs) 
Interesting. That's a fun one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think, I think so often we separate, well, this is my physical health journey. This is my mental health journey. This is my, my quiet time in the morning. And we separate them into these different categories, but we were created as whole beings. The Lord gave us a body. And the only reason we can connect to our spirit and our mind is because we're in our body and vice versa. And so we can't, we can't separate them. We have to have all of them. And so how do you know, if you're living a nourished life, give yourself a little five minute life wheel and go, Ooh, my wheels kind of lumpy. Like I'm kind of along where can I maybe move time from one spot to another and ask myself, what am I nourishing in this category? Mm, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I do something similar with my clients, um, yeah. the circle of holistic health and yes, yes. really, really interesting to see that those areas that are yeah making the wheel a bit clunky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Well, Hallie, that's been, it's been so great. Uh, just hearing all these interesting things that you've been talking about and I've learned a lot and I'm sure the listeners have learned loads. Where can people find you online if they want to find out more about you and about the work that you do? Yeah, absolutely. So the best place is our website, www.livenourishedcoaching.com. You can find out about us. You can join our membership, um, which is a really inexpensive way to touch base with us. And then you can also book a free consult with us and just talk about what pieces of this podcast stood out and where you might want to add in some live nourished. So our website, livenourishedcoaching.com, book that free consult. And then um, Catherine, I'll also send you a link we have a free 30 day gut health cookbook, um, and then a free guide to kind of the four supplements that you need that your listeners can download. So I'll send you that link as well to put in the show notes. Um, but livenourishcoaching.com. If you book a consult with us, I'll also make sure to get you those two freebies. Wonderful. Thank you. Yes. I'll definitely put those in the show notes for our listeners. Well, thank you so much, Hallie. It's been so great talking to you today. Ditto Catherine. Thank you so much. Hey, quickly before you go, if this podcast has helped and inspired you in some way, then please jump over to iTunes and leave me an honest review. That way more people can find this show and be inspired too. I personally read every single review and your feedback is so encouraging to me. The second way you can help get the word out is to take a quick screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Catherine Shelton Health and I'll share it right back. Thank you so much. God bless. Until next time.